Life Uncut podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This episode is recorded on Gadigal land of the Aurora Nation. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Life Uncut. I'm Laura. I'm Brittany. I'm Mitch. And this is our, well, it's our podcast version of the radio show that we do every Saturday morning together. It is our Life Uncut radio show. Yeah, we, we did uh, like tap on this when we started the show, but Laura ate a meat pie with her fingers today. And it was and, amazing. And you said you eat them top to bottom, is that right? I scooped out the mince throughout the show with my <laughs> index finger. Oh. And she dropped it on the ground as well. Yeah, there but I didn't lot, eat that part. There was a lot going on. But it was beautiful. And here we are. I love the team's back it. together again. Was, was it beautiful? Was the pie eating beautiful? I don't know. No, but you know what this is. Okay, so if, if you missed us live on the airways, we are every Saturday morning, 10 to 12 on the Kiss Network. You can listen to our radio show. But if you don't listen to radio because you're running around doing other stuff, maybe you're in the shower, maybe you're sitting on the loo, this is all of the best parts packaged up. And today we had such a great show. We had so much fun together. Look, we had a lot of fun during this show. Laura gave us an update on the intimacy challenge. You're all welcome. Which uh, doesn't sound like it's been going that Yeah, I don't think you're doing it right, <laughs> I don't think you're doing it what, right either. Excuse me, I've made two children. I think I'm doing it just fine. <laughs> yeah, but two children over three and a half years, I don't know if that is that much intimacy, is it? What do you mean? Do you, uh, don't you judge my baby making? I think it takes twice. <laughs> they, that weren't the only two times you've done it. No, it, it certainly wasn't. I mean, it feels like that some days. Anyway. You don't look, have to convince us. Everybody on this podcast knows enough about my sex yeah. life, but here we are and here I am telling you a little bit more. We also thought we would make a buck off Mitch. Mitch, you've got to pull your weight around here. <laughs> we, we pimped you out. We pimped you out to see who would, well, how much they would pay and what people would want you to do for them. And Which, I mean, yeah. that sounds a bit... That sounds a bit raunchy, but no, it wasn't it's not about in that, that regard. No, 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 because I do that for free. Um, <laughs> but no, because I it created a eulogy for our boss Richie Wright here at the show, and I got messages. This is true. DMs from your lifers asking me. Someone asked me to host their child's christening. Well, you are very good when you when you're put in a tight position and you have to just talk on demand. You yeah. are very good under pressure at hosting, at performing, at speaking, and I think you would make an excellent MC at no matter what event it is. Well, I didn't get asked for your wedding, and you know, I mean, if I'm that good. No, uh, that's I'll true. have you at mine. Thank you, thank you. We've got to wait around a little while. We did <laughs> yeah. ask our MC two and a half years ago, though, because, you know, we've been engaged for so long now. Oh, true, and we didn't know each other. We didn't so, know each other. All right, okay, good. Yeah. I'll take you, that. I'll you take did that. deliver. If you guys haven't heard the eulogy that Mitch got put on the spot for our boss, Richie, it was a few weeks ago now, but it was it was brilliant, Mitch. You thank did you. a very, very good eulogy. I was in hysterics. I thought it was hilarious. On top of that, we had a little discussion about have you ever been on holiday, vacay, and wanted to end your relationship after it. Have you gone on vacay and then vacay to your relationship? Mm. Yeah. All that and so much more. Let's get into the show. It's the Live Uncut radio show around the country with Brittany Hockley and Laura Byrne. A bit hot under the collar too for you this month, Laura Byrne. Oh, stop it. No. Uh, this is stop. this is my music. Yeah. Oh, well, should I say? Oh, don't don't stop. Oh, oh keep no. going. Oh, you've been um, doing the intimacy. Ch- well, or have you? I hope so. You're supposed to have been doing this hot trend at the moment, the intimacy challenge with Maddie J. Yes, yeah, so we started the intimacy challenge five days ago, and now, okay. So for the, the first, well, actually, no, six days. Yeah. Six days. We're going strong. Um, Why don't you tell everyone what the Intimacy Challenge is if they haven't heard about it? Look, I feel like everyone's heard about it by now. The Intimacy Challenge, it's 30 days. And of that 30 days, every single day, 
you have to be intimate with your partner. It doesn't matter if you've got a headache. doesn't matter if the kids have been driving you crazy. It doesn't matter if you're a bit too busy. You have to make time to be intimate with your partner. So yeah. it's not it's not sex. You can cuddle. Well, that's okay. That's my point. Okay. So I we thought it was sex. Okay. So we did it. <laughs> it? Every day. Every, I'm exhausted. For no wonder four, you're so no, tired. Four days, four days. And then we found out it wasn't that. So yesterday we just stared into each other's eyes. <laughs> So <laughs> for a few minutes. So, so you just have to. It just has to be some form of connection. It can even be like a mental connection. We Is that what you're saying? We yeah. That's apparently that's. Wait. What so you'll be thumb wrestling tomorrow, and that counts. <laughs> Footsies. Footsies under the table. table. Yeah. That counts. Put that on the list. We, to get off. we literally got to day four, and we were like, "How are we going to keep this up?" Also, my mum has been staying with us. It's just caused oh. a whole added layer of real challenges oh, around no. this. So we were like, "How are we going to keep this up for thirty days? Yeah. Thirty days." Anyway, I went. Then I finally went and researched it and looked up the actual rules online. So I was like, "How can we cheat?" Um, yeah, we don't have to have sex every day. We just have to do something intimate. So yesterday we sat cross-legged on the floor and stared into each other's eyes for five minutes. I think they did that on the season of The Bachelor recently. Did they? they? Yeah, last season they had to just sit there and look at each other on a meditation. I couldn't. Watch, I turned it off. I was like, I couldn't watch this. It was so, so awkward. Apparently, that's quite intimate. Apparently, by looking into each other's eyes, you see if you if, see their soul. You see their soul. <laughs> And I was like, where is he? Because I can't see him. So apparently you see their soul in their left eye by, by looking oh, into the, their eyes. Oh, the left one. That's where he's hanging out. Apparently. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how I feel about this. How do single people do this intimacy challenge? Asking for a friend. Asking for a single friend. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, there's lots of different ways that you can do it. So you don't, ha- like we just established, you don't have to, you know, do the horizontal mm. dance of love. Um, you could spend 15 seconds or longer kissing. That could be considered part of the intimacy That's fun, challenge. That's yeah, I like that. You could do other things, get creative with your hands. And I yeah. don't mean make a, pa- a paper mache. So could it just be like you could just, <laughs> Maddie, Jay could walk past you in the kitchen and just give you a quick nipple cripple? No. A <laughs> spill is actually intimate. Um, no, you could but make dinner together. That's an intimate thing yeah, to cook. You, you could cuddle on the couch. Yeah. It's just like really carving out some time within your day. But for, the, for me, this whole staring into each other's eyes for five minutes... I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> like, I could not stop laughing. I was giggling like a little schoolgirl. It's actually really hard to do. It's, it makes a lot of people very, very uncomfortable. It's something that a lot of, like, relationship therapists do when they're trying to build a relationship. You have to just look and not laugh and not speak. Have you two done it before? Do you want to try it? Oh, Laura, I do it all the time. Do you want to come here? Come here. Let's tear into each other's eyes. Like, play Barry but, you, but you have to be close. We're a bit too far away. No, it's, you're pretty close. It's about a metre between you. Oh, you're meant to be 30 centimetres. Okay, you're you breaking can't, your own you rules. Can't laugh. Okay, can't laugh. Barry White will play. This is going to make exceptional radio on the right. no one can see us. No, you All focus right. on the right. All right, they're looking into each other's eyes. The left eye. <laughs> oh, Brit's leaking her lips. I won. <laughs> Are you in love with me yet? Are you in love with me yet, Brittany Hockley? Well, good luck tonight. What's on the agenda tonight? Yeah. Oh, we haven't decided. Maybe we'll eat some food in front of the TV and hold hands. <laughs> oh, that sounds... <laughs> Just a long no, high five. No, no, you know what? It's Saturday night. We're going to make the most of it. I reckon we'll, we'll go the whole hog tonight. Yeah. Yep. Have a video and get frisky. Good for you, Laura Byrne. <laughs> Ladies, there's something that you've had a weird impact in my life over the last couple of weeks. No, like a good impact? I Always would say positive. You, you're bringing me work. I don't know if you, <laughs> if, if you remember this. This happened a couple of weeks ago on the show. Our boss here at Life Uncut, um, Richie, uh, asked me to be the, the eulogy, eulogist at his funeral. What, what would you call that? What does one call that person? Well, let's call it a eulogist. Keynote he, speaker. He asked you to host his, his funeral. Yes. <laughs> he asked you to MC, but yeah. you didn't know. He actually, like, he was a bit of a setup on Laura and my behalf. Yeah. We sort of put you on the spot because we wanted to see how good you were on your toes in case if he did die he knows you're going to deliver something good well, he's in Bali at the moment so god forbid you know who knows it might be 
I'm Mitch. just saying. He's on holiday. He's <laughs> in Bali. Anyway, this is what happened if you missed it. I want Mitch Cherry to deliver my eulogy. <laughs> Yeah, of course I yeah, of course I'll do it. Shouldn't be that hard to say nice things about your boss, should it? <laughs> and since that moment, girls, I'm getting DM after DM, people going, Mitch, can you host my christening? Mitch, we're opening a local target. Hang on, hang on. Do target. you always asking you to host a christening? Isn't that like one and under? Don't you get christened at like three months? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, you know, MCs for christenings are hard to find. There's definitely some adult christenings that go on, but yeah. you know what? It's why? It's because you're very good on the fly. Right. Like you can rock up here, no prep, and words come out of your mouth, and half the time I don't even think you know what you're saying, but no. it always sounds Great. I don't know your names, to be honest. <laughs> he doesn't. He finishes at the end and he's like, I blacked out what's happening. <laughs> really? But so what What kind of requests are you getting? Or is this something that maybe we should actually pimp you out for? Should we put it out to the, the people and see what they want you for? Well, I'm going to give you my fees now or can we talk money after? We oh, talk money after. Okay. I right. think we negotiate. We, I think we want bar mitzvahs. We want year 12 formals. Yeah. What else can we have? Well, listen, I'll give you my little resume. I've studied theatre. I can sing operatically, you know. Just so. sing for one second. No, I'm I feel like sing. people need to hear here, what Mitch I'm not going to sing. If you need him to come and sing at your event, we've also got this in store for you. What what genre? Give me a genre. Give oh. us the, the, your favourite song that brought you into manhood. Stay. Excuse I'm me? Sway. Sway. <laughs> no, I want what you do best, and that's a little bit of operatic. Oh, okay, I can give you. I studied in New York under Pacelli. Okay. <laughs> we saw Manchango. So you're getting. I'm embarrassed. Uh, I, I have a, a one video of Mitch singing it, and I like to listen to it when I have my alone time in the shower. That's not like I was having. Wow. Well, okay. <laughs> Manny James, I'm good. not like that. We've been doing an intimacy challenge. I don't need that. I just mean it's very relaxing. Yes. It's beautiful. Your voice is beautiful. What she's saying is she it listens out. to you while she does the intimacy challenge. No, it drowns oh. out my children. That's all. <laughs> listen, if I can be anything for you, it's that, and I'm, I'm glad. If, if you want to pimp me out, go for it. So what? If, if anyone's got a gig for me, call us now. I, I would love that. I would love to hear what the gig is and then we can discuss money after. Okay, so christenings, weddings, bar mitzvahs, I whatever you've got. Funerals, openings. funerals, you charge more for sure because that's oh, like yeah. deep. Well, and you've already got a bit of experience there, so I think we have to start low and work our way up. Yeah, I'm booked out for the funerals. Yeah. yeah. All right, 131065, call us, pimp me out. How are we all feeling? Well, I'm just before, <laughs> just before the break, we were talking about how recently Mitch Churi he was put on the spot and he was asked to do our boss's eulogy in the very sad occasion that he might die. Yeah, yeah which will happen one day. To be clear, he, our boss is not dead. He just asked in advance if it ever does happen if Mitch will. Well, do he works it. with me and he, he works with me and us. And he thought, if I want anyone, I want Mitch to do it. Yeah, he's me. very young and he's mm. very healthy. But you know, it's that never. It always pays off to be prepared. But you know what, Mitch? There's something else that I wanted to ask you. Mm. Will you host our live show that we have happening in Sydney? Is this real? The podcast live show. Yeah, we're going live next month in October 12 and we want you to be our host. It doesn't give you much time to prep, but it's coming up real soon. Oh, my soon. God. Yeah, I'd accept, of course. <gasps> you accept? I'll do it. He'll do it. And I'll sing too. I'll do it. I'll do it. Say no more. You'll be the entertainment right. as well. <laughs> we did the call out. We've been pimping out Mitch Churi. We want to know what um, what event do you have yeah. coming up? It can be significant. It can be truly very small and minor. But Mitch is a very good host and yeah. we think that his skills have been underutilised. Yeah, well, Let's go to the phones. This is Tara on 131065. Hi, Tara. What do you want to book me for? Hi. It's such a weird thing to say. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hi, Tara. Um, <laughs> so, Mitch, I'm having um, a party, a 
about my new house for mm. AFL Grand Final, and I thought it would be fun if you hosted that for us. Oh, sports, not Just my good. forte. Oh. I, I think you need to do this one with an Irish accent. Let's give it a crack. <laughs> Yeah, no, do it. Go, on the spot. Okay, Tara, are you going to have friends over? Yeah, I mean, like, I hope so. I hope it's not a party with just me. Welcome to Tara's favourite party. (laughs) Oh, bigger, we've got tater tots. We've got pizza. We've got cake. What about the sport? We've got Guinness. Oh, the sport is on. (laughs) Pies are up. Tara, he doesn't even know one of the team's names. I don't know how this is going to go down. On the ball, it's on the field. <laughs> Tara, you can have him for free for this event. We'll go to the next caller. <laughs> okay, Jess has called through. I think I got that gig. Jess, uh, what, do you, what do you want to book me for? Hi. I want to book you for a charity girl night. A charity? Oh. What, what kind of charity are we speaking? So the Disability Surfers Association, that's who we're looking to fundraise for. Um, My work is IOT. We're based in Wollongong um, and we're located located at the Innovation Campus. Oh, from Um, the Gong. I went to the University of Wollongong as well. I'm from Wollongong. Maybe you're both going to have to go down. You know what? We'll host it together. That's you and I. Double booking. We'll we'll see you there, Jess. Thank you. Courtney, we just booked double gig. <laughs> no one's getting paid for this stuff, but I'll do it, you know, because it's for charity. It's for charity, of course. Courtney on 131065. Hi, what do you want to book, I guess, me, Laura or Brit for now? We're all up for grabs. <laughs> well, my partner and I have just bought a house in the country and I want you guys to host our housewarming. Oh, great. Right. What yeah. country? Are we Scottish. talking country like Uluru? It's in the country. Oh, Green like, rolling fields. Like parks. Oh, Oh, the dish. Oh, come and see the dish, the park's dish. That's exactly the same as the Irish. Irish again. I can't. The the nuance is very hard. Okay, New Zealander. That's also got a lot of country and roller fields. Oh, Brew, come and see the dish in my heat. It's really good. (laughs) I think you would need to wear a cowboy outfit, though. Okay, now you're taking the piss, Courtney. All right, I'm booked and blessed. Ladies, it's been a very royal week, a very royal 10 days almost. Oh, it has. I, you know, I feel like every time I turn on the TV, I turn on the radio, and I know it's the biggest thing that's happened in the world in a very long time. Well, I mean, we have a king now. It's weird, King isn't Charles III. King Charles III. And hasn't it been, I mean, I mean, it's a big thing to become a king. I imagine I have never done it. But he <laughs> has had a pretty tough first week. I don't know if you've seen some of the stuff that's been going down. He has had a few tantrums. I know. The one over the, the pen? The one about the pen. Let's play yeah, it. this is it. He's going viral on TikTok. He's yelling at a squire because his pen was inky. I deserve it. Is it 16 or 12? 13, sir. Oh, God. It was the wrong Got the date wrong. 13. Oh. Yes, sir. You sound 12, aren't no. It was in trouble. Oh, God, I hate this. Oh. The ink of the pen is spilling. He hates it. That's Camilla. Oh. I can't bear this bloody thing. I saw this and I thought he was angry because uh, his workers, I don't know, what do they call his, his people? Squires. His squires. Yeah. They put the, the inkwell too close to where he needed to sign. But just get a ballpoint pen. Yeah. Do you know, it's not instilling a lot of confidence in the people if he can't even get through a pen signing. And and that an ink is ink leaking is what is causing him to have a fit. I feel like in your first week as king, you need to be confident, calm, cool and collected. I know that King, like, king Charles, it's so weird to it even say. Odd. Okay, I know that King Charles is not a particularly widely loved 
figure Not of, yet, the, mo- of yeah. the monarchy yet. Um, but when you say that, I, f- I feel a little bit sorry for him. Maybe this isn't, but he's just lost his mum. Have you seen people? You know, I think yeah. that, you know, when you've gone through like a big tragedy and he's just lost his mum, maybe it was the small thing that kicked him over the edge and made him really upset that day and he took it out on the pen. Yeah, but you need to lead the Commonwealth. So I feel like you need to get past your pen leaking. Because the entire world is watching you right now. I know, but it's only, what, at the time it was only like seven days, wasn't it? That's the problem, Laura. Only seven days. (laughs) the first time he's worked in his life. He doesn't know what to do. True. There's been a few other things, though. Now, look, a lot of people have been making fun of his hands because he's got some condition that means that his hands and his feet swell up. Uh, uh, Go Google photos of Prince Charles's hands if you're not driving your car right now, but there's something going on. I'm not about this either. The world and the internet, the interweb, can be a very, very cruel place and it's this is just unnecessary I think I think we can laugh at like him having a little fit over the ink leaking but I don't think it's nice to laugh at anybody physically I think no. that's too far and I'm not about it well have you seen the guy in a, the, the Aussie guy who is claiming that he is the the official son of Charles and Camilla this is my favorite story to come out of the week I have been following it so close love a little conspiracy theory okay so his name is Simon Durant day and he's from <laughs> Queensland and he thinks like honestly thinks is trying to um, I don't even know how he does it but he's trying to commission through like the highest court to get a DNA sample of the king because he thinks that he is Camilla and the king's love child because yeah. apparently his grandma told him on her deathbed that he is the love child of them I've got some audio of him, have a listen to this They didn't stop to think when they gave me away that many people around the world would see the truth mm-hmm. and, and they they come across me mm-hmm. and they did they have. I, I mean, these stories haven't been told yet. We've only scraped the tip of that iceberg. Um, <laughs> Sounds very Aussie. Wow. <laughs> okay, but look, 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 look. Wait, wait, wait. Look at how much he looks like them. I mean, he's just an old white man. Yeah, I I agree. An old white man looks like a royal. Do you know what's funny? I mean, the whole thing's funny. But what is really funny is that he's currently trying to get King Charles to go to family court with him. Can you you imagine King Charles flying to Queensland, Australia and turning up at the local family court? Because that would be a sight to see. He's going to have to come here because he's doing the royal tour and he's got to come to the Commonwealth Nations. So he might come here. Apparently he can't get the king, but he might be able to get Camilla, his mummy because she's only the Queen Consort. There you go. Mm, There's a loophole. Well, listen, um, it's not over yet. We have the funeral of Queen Elizabeth Monday night. If you want to hear it Monday night, we're going to be telecasting it live as it happens here at the radio station. So a big event. And I hope that King Charles has a better run next week. Well, that Simon Dorente Day (laughs) leaves Dreamworld for a day and can go to the uh, official. Someone buy the man a pen. (laughs) Britt, are you across Laura's research that she's been doing? Well, it depends what the research is. Is it the Intimacy Challenge research? Because no, I'm, I'm across that one. Well, actually, do you know what? Funnily enough, I did come across this because of the Intimacy Challenge. Okay. So I have been looking up weird and wonderful ways to be intimate without having to go to fourth base. Is it fourth base? Home run? Oh, the benchmark's changed. Oh, oh, yeah, whatever. there's just heaps of bases. We just hold hands now. Um, okay, so there's a new research study that has come out, and it was a study of 2,000 people by a company called illicitencounters.com. Right. Now, this is, and I want to know, have you guys ever been on holidays with your partner at the time and when you were on holidays thought I actually can't stand this person and think I would like to break up with them yes 100 percent. I I did that yeah so apparently there's now research study to back this so 32 percent of women a third of the women who were researched have all experienced when they've been on holidays this like change and shift towards their partner and similarly 34 percent of men and the reason why is because apparently prolonged exposure to their partner on holiday made them think of starting afresh 
Yeah, 100%. Isn't that interesting? I did a, I went on a five-week holiday with my partner at the time, and we'd, it was our first ever holiday. We'd been doing long distance. We hadn't spent that much time together. Got to America. Three days in, I had this moment where I was like, what have I done? And I... I had the conversation with him then and there. I got the ick big time. That's not even a holiday. That's a long weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'd been on, mate, two days flying. So let's round it up to five days. And then I, I left. We broke up then and there. He didn't want to. He was crying. It was horrible. I left and did a five-week holiday alone and I never wow. saw him again. It was it was brutal. Do you know what I think would be the worst for this? Going on a cruise. If oh. you're on a cruise with someone, there's nowhere to escape to. Yeah, you Tiny little rooms. The, off on one of the islands. That's great. <laughs> Pull up a margarita. Yeah. In Imagine camping. <laughs> but how many people have come back from the long holidays or trips away that was supposed to be the most beautiful, romantic time away with their partner and they've come home and the relationship has been in ruins? Do you think it's because you see the dark and dirty side of your partner, like showering and, and habits? And- no. Oh, see, well, I think yes. it's partly that, but I also think it's because when you're travelling, like tra- things don't always go to plan. You're away from your mm. creature comforts. Stuff is, you know, you need to be with someone who's quite good at problem solving. And I think that you see a very different side to your partner than what you would see if you're in your normal day-to-day. But it's like when you travel with a friend too. It, you have to match with someone's travelling ability. It's not necessarily mm. whether you just get along and you like the same things at home and you can live. Like, it's a very specific kind of thing, travelling. So I reckon there'd be a lot of people out there that have gone through this. I once broke up with an ex-boyfriend after a trip to Bali because I found photos in his phone. Lots of nudes that were definitely taken whilst we were together. So I don't know if that plays into this, but it was definitely Whoa. a travel breaker. Of that, himself? No. Of girls. That, oh. that doesn't that play into this. With. <laughs> it was just cheating. Whilst that's, he was supposed to be yes. in a monogamous relationship. That had nothing to do with Bali. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's not travel related, Laura. That is a different category. <laughs> All right, well, we want to hear from you, okay? What are your stories? Yeah. We're talking the vacays that made you want to vacate. Brittany Hunkley coined that term. Very impressive. You wanted I, I to love... vacate your relationship. I thought you were going to take credit for that, but thanks for giving me that credit. Yeah, yeah. It was have one you, of my better. Have you been on a holiday and have, has it made you realise you want to leave your relationship? Ness is on on 131065. Hey, Ness, what happened to you? I went on holidays with my then boyfriend mm. and um, we'd gone to go out for dinner and we were like walking to the restaurant and there was, like, a line of, like, 50 people. And I asked him if he wanted to book, and he said, no, no one ever goes there. So we got there, and there was a line, and we couldn't get in. And then I was like, oh, like, why did you tell me, like, not to book? And then he proceeded to yell at me out the front oh. of the restaurant in front of everyone that Dump was him. lined up. And he left me, like... He left home. you? Wait, he broke he up with you? Was, he walked home, like, and left me out front of the restaurant crying, and unfortunately, I didn't break up with him because of it. We stayed together for like eight months after that. Oh, oh no, that was the red flag, Ness. I, th- I think flag. you've taken hangry to the next level. <laughs> that was good. Good, you're coining a lot of terms today. This is Brit the Joker. <laughs> um, all right, Josie on 131065. Hi, Josie, what's your story? Hello. Um, well, it was my first trip overseas, so I was very excited. Um, and we went over to Bali, and it was with my partner and his family. Oh, you know um, what, Josie? We I get were, it. Bali, it's the real uh, problem. Them. It's oh, the common it denominator. Like yeah, I was so excited about it. So we're walking through the little market, and I was a bit of a newbie to the whole experience. My partner had been to Thailand before. So we're walking through the market, and I, you know, spot something, and I was like, cool, grab that. And then suddenly he just starts bartering with them, and not just bartering, he had like a Balinese accent. And <laughs> I sort of just looked and didn't really know what to do. And he just didn't stop. Like, it just kept going, going, going. 
Oh. And then I just walked away. So, do you mean like a bit of? Do you mean like a bit of cultural appropriation there? Yep, it was pretty bad, and I sort of didn't really know what to do. I was like, I don't think that you should really be doing that. Here's my question: How much was he bartering over? Because there's nothing more attractive than seeing someone barter over a dollar. Um, Is that sarcasm? No, $3. I'm it's the opposite. $3, $3. Dollars, $3 dollars. He was there bartering over 3 bucks. That's yeah. a turn-off. That's, that's not attractive. To me, that is the biggest turn-off that's, I've ever seen. That's what I said. That's a turn-off. I don't think it's a turn-off. No, I to, oh, no, I, I meant to turn-off. I'm not with him now. No, and I think that you made a very wise decision there. Couldn't agree more. All right, you bartered yourself oh. out of that relationship. Oh, um, Sarah, <laughs> I'm trying to top you. Sarah, uh, what's your story? Hi. Hi, how are you? Yeah, great. I, Thank you. Um, well, my parents shouted us a trip to the Gold Coast for our 21st birthday and we went to Dreamworld and my boyfriend at the time would not go on one single ride. So <laughs> as, what a as party the day wore are. on, I know, as the day wore on, I just got more and more downtrodden by it all and I thought, what am I doing? Like, is this somebody that I'm actually going to spend the rest of my life with? You know, high school sweethearts, we've been together for a long time and I thought, oh... I'm not signing up for this. No way. No. (laughs) You need to find someone else you can ride that roller coaster with. Oh, Bridge. That was your worst. Maybe he had vertigo. She started up here and it just went down throughout the set. That was my favourite one. All right, let's see if you got one for Georgia. Wrap this up for us, Georgia. What happened on your vacay that made you vacate? Hello. Um, I was in Bali with my partner. Yeah. No one should go to Bali. We met these awesome girls from the UK. They were so lovely. We were all getting along. The minute I got up to go get drinks from the bar, my partner turned around with his phone and took down one of the girls' numbers. (gasps) No. (laughs) Yeah, we had like a whole bunch of disagreements on the trip, so we broke up when we got back. He then moved to the UK and was actually engaged to her now. Oh, Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I am picking my drop off the ground, but also... I mean, maybe he just went and found his penguin. He went about it the wrong way, I but like he's, no, he's engaged. I, I, I'm sorry, Georgia. I think that's great for him. Yeah, great for him. Sucks yeah, for you. Yeah, that's one hell of a souvenir. But. <laughs> <laughs> she topped your Brit. She did better than you. Yeah, that's well done. One. That well was a done, great Georgia. out. I'll pay that <laughs> one. Oh, wow. Oh, great story. Well, that is it. And then the end of the show. But we do have our episode coming out on Tuesday on Life Uncut. And we're interviewing Renee Sims, who is the niece of Lynette Dawson. If you have listened to the Australian podcast, which is The Teacher's Pet, we are speaking to someone from the family. It's a huge get. That's a great podcast. Huge, huge episode. A big insight into the trial and the family life since Lynette passed away, or disappeared, I should say, 40 years ago. So that's dropping Tuesday on Life Uncut Podcast. And that is it. Don't forget, tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your dog, tell your friends, and share the love because we love love. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week.